Welcome to the Beauty Way podcast. I am your host, Leandra Valencia, and on this show, we will explore how to live a more beautiful life. I will gather the most inspiring humans I know and dive into their most magical methods of healing, growing, and living. So get ready for a playful education, deep conversations, and walking the beauty way. Recording this episode, I don't know where to start. I feel disconnected. And yet, my heart was beating, and I knew I had to record this episode. And a very special lady, Gert, recently told me that when you feel your heart beating and there's a chance to speak and you don't even know what you're going to say, that's most likely a spirit wanting to say something through you that might benefit someone else, even though you're n- you don't know what you're going to say, and still you have this feeling of, I need to say something. So that's what was happening right now at I think it's like 7 p.m. I just arrived in a new town in Nicaragua all by myself and I wanted to yeah mostly make my own medicine my own talking medicine and speaking updating uh, making sense of my journey thus far and sharing it in this podcast I think I've been on the road now for a bit over a month and yeah I wanted to talk about it I feel like there's a lot of inner dialogue and like a very rich inner life going on and and uh, here I am you might hear a lot of different background noise this is the best I can do you might hear cars you might hear people cats dogs um, all of the houses I've lived in in Nicaragua is kind of, they're made of bamboo and tree and like mosquito nets and yeah, not very soundproof or mosquito proof for that matter or scorpion proof. Um, <laughs> but yes. Hey, hello everyone tuning in and listening to this, wanting to hear how it's going with my life and I wanted to talk a little bit about my journey, inner and outer journey. So I started off in Costa Rica. I did an ISTA training, International School of Temple Arts, which I think if you look up ISTA on Google, like one of the first things that come up, at least to me, is like ISTA controversy. or ISTA scandal, or ISTA something not very positive, but I was very drawn to and called to this ISTA training, and it's a spiritual, sexual, shamanic experience, and I loved it. I absolutely, absolutely loved it, and I've already ordered another one before I go home. I told everyone I was going home in April, but I will be coming home in May, most likely, I'm doing another ISTA training. It's called ISTA Living Level 1. So I did a level 1 and now I'm doing a living level 1 in Austin, Texas in May. And actually a funny thing is I've been wanting to go to Texas ever since I was a little kid. And I, it's been a dream of mine. I've always been really, really, really drawn to Texas. I love the southern accent and um, I love country music. I love country blues, folk, rock, 
anything in like that area, like anything countries from like the even down to the twenties is like kind of my thing and and when I was a kid I used to watch Animal Cops Texas Houston and I'd used to dream about living there with my best friend having horses and dogs and speaking of dogs here they go barking and um, and then I have a musician friend who told me he was going to Texas in April of this year and I was like damn I might I'll be just right down in Central America I might come up we might go to some bars and sing some country music together and like started talking about this and uh, then this uh, is the training aligned in uh, Austin and so I have so many reasons to go up there now but I'm getting ahead of myself yeah my journey started in Costa Rica this time and I I was sure I told myself that and I even told other people I thought I was gonna like Nicaragua more than Costa Rica I felt that Costa Rica was maybe too Americanized and like a very hip spiritual cool thing or a cool place to go you know I mean I guess kind of Austin Texas has become one of those places as well um, but I maybe it's for a good reason maybe there's something there um, when I was there I yes there are a lot of Americans and but uh, I really 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 enjoyed myself there we after the ISTA training which after the ISTA training which for me was perfect for me at this time in my at this point in time and what I need for my healing right now it was I, I did have a blast and it was super intense long days 12 hour days with intense emotional processes and um, yes some frustration but I was just super super duper there for everything and so there are so many temple arts I will be bringing back home with me definitely it was transformative indeed how I how I take my desires more seriously and how I request other people of my desires more um, unapologetically and shamelessly has uh, definitely changed my life and opened up my world and um, the courage and the vitality and the, yeah, yeah, the hunger for life. One of my teachers there called me insatiable and yeah that's kind of how I feel even more now insatiable like I'm hungry for for life and going for what I want and what I desire and there's so much to tell after the ISTA course we yeah we live in an integration house with some of the people from the course and uh, just being around these people that have become so close and uh, um, just this culture of polyamory really where we're happy for each other's pleasure and it's so open sexually and like bonding with um yeah with lovers really and in in like the same space as each other was just such a new and beautiful and natural experience i was surprised to find how how natural it all was uh, and how right it was for me to interact with people in this very authentic, not holding back kind of way and uh, with clear boundaries and everyone having like communi communication skills which is just like 
so clarifying and sexy and safe so yeah I was it was beautiful and after the integration house I, I lived at the house of a lover for a week um, that I met there and just explored myself and my desires and kinks and how fun to get to know myself in this way how surprised I was also over my own kinks and my own fantasies and desires that spontaneously played out when the field was open for me to to when the field was open and when the container was set and when people with experience surrounded me it was actually liberating and surprising and and um kind of confusing and scary a little bit but more exhilarating to see what parts of myself came up in these sexual containers you know these suppressed shadow parts of myself that I've usually you know haven't had any um, areas in my life where I have been able to play out these roles and these parts of myself that now I I could and it was loved and accepted and it was fun and it was playful and so it felt incredibly healing yeah sexual healing I I had a feeling it was going to bring me great benefit and and it sure did and I'm so ready for more so ready for more um, yeah insatiable <laughs> very fun to reflect upon that then I came to Nicaragua and I thought I was going to love Nicaragua more than Costa Rica just because of the great things that I had heard about Nicaragua and it's kind of, it's not as Americanized, you know, it's a bit closer to the culture, it's a bit more third world country-ish and that's fun, that's fun, that's what I really loved about Guatemala last time. So I was excited to see Nicaragua but um, honestly it it did not the the country the the atmosphere the vibe the spirit of the land it just told me every day this is not the place for you this is not the place for you you don't belong here you're not home here you're not home here and i tried and i opened myself and and i went to live in the jungle in this community with this woman who is the teacher of the teachers that I had at my ESTA training. So when I was at the ESTA training in Costa Rica and I told them that yeah after I'm going to Nicaragua I'm going to stay at Inanita which is the uh, name of the community in the jungle and they told me oh you're going to stay with Gaia. Yeah she is the teacher of the teachers that I had and they spoke about her and I was really excited to see and meet this um legend of a woman which she was <laughs> um and i came there to live in this community and damn it was hard for me to find my place from day one i felt like this is not the place for me and it was a struggle every day to integrate myself and i've never lived that rural like that deep in the jungle and that far away from any comfort or walls or normal temperature or even in a refrigerator or like like we didn't yes it was really really 
um, in the wilderness, in the jungle with animals and mosquitoes and mosquito nets. And gosh, I, I don't like mosquito nets around my bed and make me feel so trapped. So it was really like such a contrast for me. And in Costa Rica, I lived very well, very, very well with, um, you know, both at the training was nice and in the integration house was an absolute fucking villa. <laughs> and the place after that, yeah, at, at my lover's place was also just so gorgeous so then coming to the jungle no one I knew and uh it was hard it was it was really really hard and uncomfortable in all of the ways emotionally and physically and mentally and <sighs> but yeah I every day I was like okay I think I'm gonna leave tomorrow okay I think I'm gonna leave tomorrow I even packed my bags a few times but I didn't did end up staying and staying and it was it was very hard to integrate myself there. I did not vibe really with any of the people, which means that I liked the people there. I just um could not find myself really connecting with them in a way that felt like home to me, which happens which usually happens when I travel, or, or I would say when people travel in general, we find our soul family. And at this place, it was like everyone else was kind of already in their own bubbles with their own people, and I was there alone, so I just had to... I, I find my, found myself um, readjusting my expectations and kind, of, um, and kind of accepting that, okay, now it's time to be alone. It's time to go inwards, it's time to contemplate, it's time to journal, it's time to sing, it's time to write poetry. And I did all of that. I did. Um, but yet it was still painful, it was still lonely and uncomfortable. But I stuck with it day after day and it gradually got better, I would say, after a week at this island. Um, we got some new people that came to the community that I could find some home in special like especially a shout out to Athanasios who made my stay for the last week really beautiful uh, we really cared for each other and and um, I'm so so grateful that I could share myself and my heart with him and that he could do the same and <laughs> that we literally got lost in the jungle on our way back to the community where we lived two nights in a row and almost <laughs> got so hurt by cows no not cows oxes like with horns we had some adventures through this jungle that was um that made me really appreciate coming back to our little community in the jungle and drinking the water out of the faucet and I felt like I was back in a big city literally after being lost in jungle during during night and yeah that was a journey both times I was like I felt lost like emotionally lost and frustrated and angry and um yeah we really had to cooperate to find our way through the jungle it was it, it felt like we were thrown back in time um, hundreds of years <laughs> and had to struggle with this. So, yeah, I do have some fond memories from Umatepe. 
the Infinity Island, which consists of two volcanoes. You can look it up. It looks absolutely incredible. It's this huge fucking lake in the middle of Nicaragua. And out of this lake grows two volcanoes. And one is with fire or lava and the other one is with water. So one is masculine and one is feminine. And it looks like an infinity sign, this island. And here lives many communities and permaculture farms and some of the best chocolate and cacao in the world. So, so what I did get out of being on this island though was um, growing my relationship with cacao, which I was, which has been an intention for this journey in general to, to um, get to know the spirit of cacao more and get closer with her, get more confident in serving cacao, which I have been blessed enough to do um, since this summer. I got the permission to serve cacao from a friend who was supposed to serve cacao and he, he let me instead of him. And ever since then I've been serving cacao back home and feeling like feeling like every time I sit with cacao or come back to cacao I feel new fresh innocent and unknowing of what is going to happen and I feel like there's a hint of unworthiness there as well serving cacao that I'm not initiated enough and so a huge intention for this journey has uh, been and still is to to um, to get to know the spirit of cacao even more so Yes, that is something that um, definitely happened during my stay at Inanita, where we got to come a lot closer to the production of cacao. And I'm not going to make this a cacao podcast. I think I'll dedicate another podcast, maybe speaking to someone who's working with cacao, talking about this sacred plant, because um, it's going to take up way too much time if I do get into the cacao chapter of this journey. Mm. And yesterday I just had a whole day, a whole day of cacao, learning about cacao, walking around the the garden um, with this master of cacao and watching the trees and just learning everything about about the fruit and the history of the fruit going back many of thousands of years and I had tears in my eyes that I had to hold back and dry away so 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 many times talking about you know yeah the history and even just the beauty and the freaking health of this fruit and also the sadness and the slavery and um the the farmers that doesn't get paid enough um um, in the chocolate industry today and what we can do and everything. But yeah, as I said, I, I'd love to do a whole podcast about cacao. That is something I feel uh, I feel super called to share about and to educate about, which is, you know, also why I continued to serve cacao because it truly felt right for me as a part of my life mission to talk about this medicine for the heart. I, th- I think, yeah, it makes me really, really sad and it pains my heart that not enough people know like exactly how how beautiful and incredible and magical this plant medicine is. So I definitely get some get a pro 
on this podcast. Damn it, I would really love to have Justin, the guy who gave us the tour yesterday on. But I have now traveled three hours north of the Infinity Island. I am now in Granada in Nicaragua on my own again, not knowing anyone here for the first time in a room where I'm not in a dorm in a long time or since Costa Rica, I would say. Or actually, no, like really, really on my own. It's the first time through my journey. So yeah, how am I right now? I've not, not been so well today. I still, I feel like there is this battle between Nicaragua and I and me trying to enjoy Nicaragua, trying to settle here or feel at home or see the beauty of this country, but Nicaragua is is, uh, just not one of those places for me was not hitting home for me like for example it did in guatemala and eventually in peru as well peru took some time but it it was just it was like a it was charging and like loading for me to like melt into the land and so it's very funny to see how i am welcomed by by different lands really and the history and the i don't even yeah the spirit of the land i can't even say it in any other way how they welcome me if they want me there and what what teachings and lessons they they have for me um is is humbling because i've been wrong many times in guessing what i like and what i won't like so anyway i have a i'm making my way north i'm going back up to guatemala which is like the carrot that i'm chasing in front of me right now it is humid hair it's it's um (laughs) the living standard is lower than i'm used to and uh i feel like a kind of like a little brat kind of like embarrassed when i say it like that because i feel like it's such um among travelers it's almost cool like the more rural and the more low cost you can live like if you sleep in a hammock and live on and live on five dollars a day then it's like you're you're the best traveler and if you can avoid planes i mean of course that has many reasons to avoid planes but like if you can like the slower and dirtier and cheaper you can travel the better you are traveling and i feel like that doesn't necessarily make me the most happiest vibrant version of myself and I am not here to shame and guilt myself for my personality and my ego's preferences in this reincarnation. <laughs> I am here to have pleasure and to follow my heart and to follow my fucking deepest desires. Which is why also when I was at Inanita, when I was um, at this jungle community down in Ometepe, I consider doing the tantric way with Gaia, the teacher, the special woman, the teacher of my teachers. And like, even though I am super grateful to have met her and like, I've never met anyone quite like her and she was quite entertaining and quite triggering and quite a strong personality, but also incredibly funny and a lot of wisdom. And she really, really saw me and she really pointed out my shadows 
and um, was there to support me seeing my shadows, which I fucking appreciate in a teacher so much when they can see something in myself that I can't see in myself. Like, I want that and I miss that. And that's the kind of space holders I am looking for. And even though she had that, um, my intuition was clear. She's not my teacher. She is not my teacher. And I'm not going to stay here um, any longer than these two weeks. But I had this voice in my head that was like, but you should. Everyone talks about her. She's doing a three-week workshop called The Tantric Way, where a lot of the um, things she was teaching, and, and she had st she started the course a couple of days before I left. And I was so back and forth if I was going to do this course or not. I was leaning towards no for some reason, even though, like, on the outside, and for many reasons, this, like, could be a better course than the ISTA training that I wanted to do again. And it was even, like, a lot cheaper. It was over three weeks, not one week, and, like, everything. But still, I have this, like, yeah, I should do this. But then my body and my intuition was, and my desire was, no, I don't want to do this. Doing what I actually fucking desire and not what I feel like I should. If I feel like I should stay to take this course, this tantric course, because a lot of the things she's teaching there is like super relevant for me and where I'm at in my journey. But at the same time, it's very white and red tantra, I think or I definitely believe it is that and I will be honest and say I am more into the black tantra these days and I feel like after the sexual experiences I had at and after the ISTA training I definitely feel like integrating the light and the dark loving my whole self can can be done way more efficiently through practices of black tantra um, yeah, that being said, I'm going to follow my highest desires and not do things I feel like I should. So even though I thought I should like Nicaragua better than Costa Rica because of this and that, that did not end up being the case. And I just felt like one of the last days before I left in Anita, I, I had this clarity of, damn, I can actually, I can and if there's one time in my life where I should use the word should, it is now. And it is that I should actually follow my highest desires and what I want. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. I don't like to use the word should. I, I've learned it's a fake word. And I believe that there is no should. We always do what we want the most. And... Um, but sometimes I think I want to do the things I feel like I should. <laughs> Does that even make sense? I don't know. I'm just so done done with should. I'm going to do what I want. And what I want is get my ass as fast as I can to Guatemala right now. So I'm working my way north to Antigua and going back to Lake Atitlan, this magical freaking lake. This is this is my lake. This is my lake and my volcanoes. They welcomed me like I had been gone and was coming home. So I am very curious to see if the land still wants me to be there. I am 
going back to the first community that I ever lived in, the Mystical Yoga Farm, and I'm absolutely stoked about it because they changed my life. And that's where I opened my voice chakra. That's where I, I learned to sing in front of people. That's where I developed my relationship with cacao. That is where, yeah, I lived in the community for the first time and just had fucking so much fun. That's where I walked with San Pedro, Wachuma, the cactus, which next to cacao is the medicine for me, for my heart, for my body, for my life, for this reincarnation that the hope our heart opening medicines is uh, truly my calling and my path so i am following my heart back home to guatemala and making my way up there eventually the next couple of days and the weather is going to be chillier and i my mouth is watering thinking about the lake the crystal um this crystal pure turquoise lake turquoise became my favorite color after i left the lake after i opened my throat chakra really i could wear blue anything blue turquoise teal <sighs> i'm getting carried away i'm getting excited about guatemala what if i absolutely hate it this time <laughs> no we'll see yeah and then march and april is pretty much open before i go to texas in may and of course, anything is open. If there is shows, if something shows up along the way that I desire to do more, I am ready to turn with the wind. So I could, I feel like I have a lot of beauty to go back to in Costa Rica if I want to do that before Texas. And then, yeah, I'm gonna make it home in May. I'm just sitting here dreaming, um, talking about my journey and talking about what's gonna happen. And in the next episode, I. I will actually be sharing an episode where I'll be talking with Celia Vik, which I recorded before I started traveling. But the next time I update you, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what I go through with and what I don't go through with. And then home in May, huh? We'll see if I make it home to the 17th of May. Hmm. There was one more thing that I wanted to talk about, and I don't know how I am going to, how I am going to share this, but it feels like one of those deep um, truths to me that blocks my throat chakra if I don't talk about it that drains me of my vital life force if I keep it a secret. And whenever I have had the courage to speak my truth about this previously, it had f I've felt like I have felt like that blossoming flower um, opening and a burden has been lifted off my shoulders. And anyway, it's a tough one. It's a tough one, but I want to say a few words about it. I don't want to go into everything. I just want to say what my heart really feels about this right now. Mm. And it has to do with the situation in the Middle East um, and how that's been very, 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 very in all of our fields, but I can only speak for myself, 
how present that situation has been for me during the fall. And in my case, I mean, I feel like we all agree that what's happening down there is beyond words and horrendous and usually you know in the past I have I've really taken distance from things like that on other in other parts of the world that I have no control over or have no personal relationship to because when I have done that when I put my attention and focus on these kind of things in the past it has only made me sadder and worse and not able to do any good where I am at so I've had the philosophy that if I live my best life and be as happy as I can I will ripple out to all of the people around me and spread beauty and joy around me which I feel like is important and still true um, but it's been difficult this time I'm sorry about the car it's been really difficult this time because I have such close people to me living in Israel friends who have changed my life and lovers who have catapulted my life in a direction of heartbreaking beauty I love my Israeli family friends and lovers to death and to be facetiming with them to be on the phone with them and hearing everything that's going on and hearing how they live their lives differently now and how it's impacting them in such a deep bad way and how and how I feel it's been really sad for me not seeing the support the emotional support of regular civilians in Israel that are not happy and yet their whole country is getting so 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 much hate and the Jews are getting a really bad reputation again and it's really fucking scary to say this out loud but this is what I'm experiencing and I just want to send love and emotional support to them as well and see that I and say that I see them and it's been really really lonely um, during the fall to see all of the support going to Palestine and Palestinian lives and and seeing the Palestinian flag and and seeing how Israelis or Jews are being put in this portray and how they're being portrayed and there are so many intricacies and history and everything to go into which I also did um, and but still I don't I don't really care about that all I mean I do care about that but right now that's not what I want to discuss I don't want to right or wrong anyone. I just want to 
state my love for the Australias in my life. And I, I've just been really scared. I've just been scared for them. I'd be wanting to go to visit them, but I can't. And they, many of them feel like they can't leave their country because they have a brother or family members in the army. And yeah, that is just my part or my position in this situation. And thinking about the things that happened at the festival that Hamas did to the Israelis and then thinking about what is happening at, at Gaza it's all um, I've, I've felt I've never had war this close to my body and yet I'm so far away from it but it's just having loved ones where it's happening that's like it's been shocking to my nervous system and I feel I feel more close and tuned into the world as a whole more and more as I grow as my senses sharpen and cleanses through my spiritual practices and as I just grow and as my mind, heart, soul expands it's just inevitable how connected I am to Mother Earth and what is going on in different parts of the world it's been super different, it's been really hard and it's been hard um, not finding the right support around me to dare to speak up that I feel bad for people of Israeli origin I haven't it took a long time before I even dared to say that out loud and I was and with this I also want to say that you know that this is me speaking my truth right now you know about the situation in the Middle East and speaking my truth about um, I don't, I don't have to travel cheap or live with lower living standards than I can, like just to be a noble or better person, I can actually stay true to myself even though it goes against or might be disagreeing to the people around me. And I feel like it's important to say these things out loud to be a permission slip for other people to do the same because it is our uniqueness and the expression of our uniqueness and the expression of our God-given desires that I did not choose but was put here for some reason and I can only listen to them and not ignore them anymore. And for the sake of my throat chakra and for the sake of the state of the world and for the sake of truth, express them. And people might be triggered about economics or politics. And that's okay. 
that's okay for me to be a healthy person and for me to contribute to the world in the best possible way that I can truth listening to what's going on inside this body inside this mind this mind that is everywhere and it's just receiving you know I it, it just feels important to me it, it's like honesty is maybe honesty honestly feels like my highest value and except like love which is like and of course everything is love but there is something about honesty and I think it's really beautiful that in Norwegian um, the world honesty is almost the same as love it's only like two letters in difference there's just something about honesty that is um, fucking healing straight just straight up heals honesty heals and that's that's that in whatever situation you're in whatever sickness you feel like you might have you're only as sick as your secrets honesty heals and I'm scared yeah I'm scared to be misunderstood I'm scared to be misunderstood about the the Middle East situation and it's this like but who who are we feeling the most bad for? Whose fault is it and who who's in the most pain? You know? Comparing problems and comparing pain is is not what I'm here to do. I'm just here to express my ego personal pain that I have because my loved ones are being um hated and spread rumors about and um, not really emotionally supported by the world in a way that I would like to give them right now so I am one expression in this world and I am one voice that needs to be heard. I'm as important as anyone else's, as everyone else's. So, yeah, I think I want to end with that. I think I want to end with that encouragement to, in whatever way, please express yourself and what is honest for you in whatever way feels most authentic and delicious to you. <laughs> if it's speaking, great. I hope I hope it's also speaking and maybe it's art maybe you're the most vulnerable when you draw something or when you write poetry or when you sing damn I just I love the universe of the voice chakra of the throat chakra I mean I love that universe yeah so Yeah, I think that's what I wanted to say tonight. Now I... Whew, yeah, damn. And it's scary. <laughs> um, I just read a book that's... And it says... Um, the book is Existential Kink. And she goes on to say again and again that the truth is sensational. So whenever the heart is pounding or whenever you feel accelerated by saying something 
Maybe it's really fucking true. Yeah, maybe it is spirit speaking through you because someone else needed to hear it. So I'll round it off there. Mm, I hope your heart is feeling melted and open and maybe a bit less tense than I am worried that it might be feeling after I've been sharing what I've been sharing. I hope you go to bed with compassion for yourself and that you honor your truths and that you can honor your truth and still be on the same team as all beings are. We're team life, we're team love, team truth. I sincerely hope that you know, your truths are different than mine because we need them to. I need you to care about exactly what you care about. So I think I've made my point clear and emptied my heart and spoken and spoken all of the little tensions in my throat out into the universe. All right. Much love to everyone listening, and I'll get back to you in the next episode. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Beauty Way podcast. Let's expand the bubble of beauty. Share something you learned on here with a friend. I'll be back next week. Until then, you can find me on Instagram at Leandra Valencia. Keep walking in beauty and all my love to you. Goodbye.